So we just heard some potentially positive words from Joy Johnson, who's the president of Simon Fraser University, when it comes to dealing with bringing back varsity football and that whole program. So there is a process in place. They have picked somebody to be their advisor. And they've also been talking to the people who have a, a vested interest in this. Now, Mark Bailey is with us now, president of the SFU Football Alumni Society, to talk more about this. Mark, thanks for being here. Good morning. Thank you for the opportunity. I greatly appreciate it. Well, tell me, are you feeling positive after the last, you know, 48 hours? Certainly feeling positive and optimistic. Uh, yet, uh, however... Uh, still some things that need to be uh, dealt with, uh, you know, with immense amount of urgency. So uh, while we greatly appreciate, uh, you know, the opportunity to engage with President Johnson, the university and the steps in which they're able and willing to uh, take to have the program likely reinstated, uh, you know, we still need to address the things that are really at uh, at hand here. And that's the student athletes right now that are on the, on the current roster as well as the staff. Right, because what we heard, and I asked you know the president about that specifically, is like honoring the scholarships for the full program, not just for next year. And she said they would. Absolutely, and the key thing with uh, you know President Johnson and her messaging is sustainability of the program. And for sustainability to be accomplished, uh, you know we need a reinstatement, and uh, we've got some action items in which that we voiced. And uh, we'll continue to voice, uh, you know, obviously in a respectful manner. But, you know, our first thing that we need to see is, is the locker room reopen to the student athletes so they can get back in there and do what they, they set out to do in the first place. Uh, the, the urgency of time is associated with these players and families been waiting approximately 40 days. And, you know, their lives can't wait any longer. And, you know, we're going to lose a lot of our, our best athletes uh, to other programs. And when I reference sustainability, if, if that is going to transpire, um, you know, they're going to be in a, a much more difficult uh, situation to, to have the program, uh, you know, find the sustainability in what she speaks to. Right. And what did you think about that? Some of the things she talked about was that they're going to need to see the support that she suggested that the program wasn't as supported and, and, and perhaps some of all, all of this outcry was a bit of a surprise. Well, you know, I think there's a there's there's definitely some things in which that we could speak to from our perspective with supports, you know, coming from the university. Uh, but if she's speaking to to that, I think what she's referencing essentially is the amount of engagement and community that have now kind of obviously uh, come through through this process. And I believe what she's asking or referencing is is sustainability with regards to retention and keeping all of the other or, or new key stakeholders involved as well as invested. So, you know, we've seen, uh, you know, an immense amount of support from Mr. Mark Dolman with the BC Lions, uh, you know, with his financial contribution, you know, and then as well, like spotlights from other major entities, you know, whether it's been, you know, political and or uh, professional organizations. So I believe what she's really suggesting is that we continue to build off of that. And we're aligned with that, of course, but uh, there's a lot of work to be done to, to make sure that uh, we, we have all those things continuously in place. Okay. And so what are the next steps? You're like, well, they've got a new advisor in place. They named that advisor. What did you think about that? Well, definitely, uh, you know, I, I think that they've done their due diligence with regards to making sure there's somebody externally, uh, you know, hired and it's to their benefit. However, I do believe there's also other ways of going about the process. You know, it's uh, quite an ex- expensive uh, hire to be had. And, you know, it'd be, it'd be great to see, you know, maybe 
another route, but I'm, I'm not here to, to obviously, um, you know, argue the process in which they're going about it. It's more of us working and collaborating and engaging with the university and being a part of the process in which they've, they've started. Uh, you know, Mr. Uh, Copeland here with the McLaren Global Sports Group, I believe, is, you know, has quite an extensive uh, background and is accredited. And we've already had engagement uh, with that gentleman already by email, and we look to work with him, you know, immediately next week uh, to get the things in place. But, you know, like our, our action item right now, like I mentioned already, is, is the locker room. And, you know, like when I say um, urgency, like I'm talking today, like we need to see the locker room open and we need to see these student athletes back there. Uh, but, you know, we're, we're here to collaborate and, and work through the process with, with the university to, to find the best outcome for the student-athletes. Is it possible, do you think, Mark, that, okay, a year from now this program could be restarted? It's possible that that could be the scenario. We're, we're definitely not um, trying to, I guess you say, uh, put, put that out on our on our, uh, our agenda. Our agenda's immediate thing is to get the student-athletes there and, and pursue – an exhibition schedule for this year. And as well, you know, we've, we've alluded to earlier that we've provided them the university with nine games for this year. They very well may assess things and say, those, those are not realistic. You know, we, we only see, you know, six of those games being realistic and by all means that that's fair too. But you know, something at that point is better than nothing. A lot of these student athletes are not going to find other places to play, you know, and, and make a unilateral move to, to go find a, a great education somewhere, you know, like SFU, and still play competitive uh, university football. Okay, so the next steps here, then you say get the gym open for some of these players. Has it been? It must be such a waiting game for them, right? Like they don't know should they move on, should they stay? Yeah, and you know, like we we've been engaged with the student athletes, you know, consistently throughout the whole process, and they've been very, very mature, and they've been very patient, and the families as well. And you know, we're doing our due diligence as well to to meet with them and give them the support that they need. We had a call last night with with the entire team with our alumni group. You know, we've got ninety people on the call, and to hear some of the things in which I'm hearing is quite concerning and upsetting. And you know, it's hard not to be. Uh, you know, Henri or, or, or just, you know, obviously having an immense amount of empathy. But, uh, yeah, it's been a long waiting game. And, you know, they're, they're putting their lives on hold. So it's, it's necessary that we get them back to where they were. All right. So still lots more to come on that. Mark, thanks for keeping us up to date. No, thank you for the opportunity. Greatly appreciate it.